Hey, this is Ashlyn, former co-host of the Top 10 Recovery Podcast, The Betrayed, The Addicted, and The Expert. I have had my challenges, but I am also living proof that joy is possible, even when life does not go as planned. I'm excited to share with you real examples of living a life full of adventure, true healing, and freedom, no matter how messy life gets. Each episode, I will introduce you to someone I love and respect to talk about ways to be the buffalo and to face your storms in different areas of life. Are crystals really magical? We are going to have a conversation with that about that with Amanda, and uh, we're not experts, first off, but we are happy to share what we once thought about them and how they work for us. Okay. Amanda is a mama for kids who lives in Utah. She's been on her own journey of healing and expanding and evolving for the last three years. She loves to be outside in any capacity. She likes to travel and dance and other ridiculousness. She's learning to lean into things that scare her or make her uncomfortable. Probably like doing this podcast. Um, and she's not an expert, but she's found so much healing in mindfulness and meditation and crystals. She's here. Um, we met when she was in one of my groups and then she won a ticket to a dance party. I invited her to come to my house to get ready before. And, uh, she says that was one of the scariest things she did was showing up by herself that night and she doesn't regret it. So if you're invited to come dance with me, always come. That's, Do that's it. the overall <laughs> message there. <laughs> and I love Amanda. So, uh, Amanda, welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Although my uh, imposter syndrome is skyrocketing <laughs> right now because I'm not an expert, but I am excited to share my experiences. Yes. And that's all I'm asking. Um, I think if we had an expert, maybe people wouldn't listen. And I think that's the benefit of having this, um, platform is that we don't have to be experts. We can just have a discussion. This is what we know so far and we're always open and willing to change your mind. So Amanda, tell me your before Crystal's thoughts and, you know, how they came into your world? Um, I, well, I have to start the story and tell you a little bit about my mom. She is going to think that this podcast is pretty funny because I was a big, huge non-believer in any of this kind of stuff. Um, but maybe 10 or so years ago, my mom really started um, to shift a lot of her health journey to a more holistic approach. And so she got really into like foot zoning and along those lines, she got really into crystals. And to be honest, I totally thought that she had gone crazy. <laughs> she, there were like rocks all of a sudden all over her house. Um, she would bend over and they would fall out of her clothes. And she would always be like telling us all about all these properties of, of rocks. And I remember like telling her, <clears throat> that I was having trouble sleeping and she would send me home with a rock to put under my pillow or things like that. And I kind of just bring them home and shove them in a drawer. Like, okay, mom, trying to be supportive, but like, this is weird. <laughs> totally. So, um, then probably three years ago, my world kind of fell apart and I just was desperate to find healing in any capacity. And so slowly those rocks started coming out of my drawers. And honestly, I didn't really super get into crystals until I got into meditation and started using them for mindfulness. Um, and just a way to find grounding and beauty. And it actually was even a really good way for me to connect with my mom. 
through those hard times. And so, sorry, mom, but <laughs> I thought she was crazy, but turns out she was maybe not so crazy. I love that. So <laughs> sorry, mom, but I love Amanda and I love that you taught her even though it took some time. Right. Um, so for me, I will say I didn't know really anything about crystals and my kids. I mean, since I was little, I would bring home rocks when, you know, we'd go out hiking or go on a trip. Um, and my kids did the same thing. In fact, Lucy last night, my oldest said, Oh, we should get out my rock collection. Um, that she has in like an egg crate in her closet and look at them now that we're, you know, looking, you know, we have our crystal Bible and we want to know what, what it means, what the properties are. And I realized, okay, so I may not have been into rocks or crystals, but I definitely was drawn to them from an early age. And most kids are right. And kids are smarter than us. A lot of the times they're more connected. They're more grounded. They're not caught up in the worries of the world. And so I think it is kind of a great example to look at us as kids. And did you collect rocks? Did you put them in your pocket? Um, and you probably did. Most of us did. And so, um, I would say probably just a couple of years ago in the same sense, I just thought crystals were pretty. And so my first one, again, I didn't bring it down. It's large. It's a, um, rose quartz and it's raw and it's beautiful and big. And I just bought it because it was beautiful. And then I, uh, started realizing, okay, there's actual, healing properties and things that it's supposed to do. And so I started looking those things up and realized, hmm, I don't know if I believe these things. However, what if I choose to, uh, I I'm very much like you, Amanda, in the fact that I'm kind of open to whatever, if it helps me feel better, it helps me be more mindful. I'm open. And so I started slowly buying more <laughs> rocks and I have um, polished. I have raw. I have ones I've bought. I have ones I've brought home from trips, you know, and I just keep them around and I'll notice my kids, you know, holding it in bed or watching TV and just kind of thumbing it around. And, um, so that's where we're at with rocks and crystals is we're just open. So let's talk about, uh, Amanda, what it, you said it, it helped you when you started using meditation. Tell me what that looks like for you. Um, yeah, so I have this little bowl that I keep by my nightstands and to be totally honest, I probably don't know what maybe <laughs> 60 to 70% of them are. Um, but I just like to keep them there. And in the mornings when I'm doing my meditation, I will pick one that calls to me or pick one that I know that I need. Like I'm holding a crystal quartz right now. And this is one of my favorites. It's totally see-through. Um, and it reminds me that it's really good for finding clarity and clearing out negative emotions and things like that. So if there's times when I'm journaling, I use this one a lot um, just to help me find clarity around what I'm feeling or what I'm experiencing or in my meditations, if I'm feeling emotions that are confusing to me, being able to just be mindful of it. And it really is kind of like you said, like I'm open to it, but it's not necessarily like, I think this rock is magic, but it just helps me um, be mindful that I'm searching for clarity and that that is what I want in my life. And so holding it and it grounding me in, um, in that thought process and helping me 
work through some of my emotions and things like that. So, um, I really just love to hold them. And I will be honest, I totally sometimes have to Google what they are. Like if Mm -hmm. I pick one and I have to be like, okay, what is a pink speckly rock? And and then I'll just search through the images until I find one that looks similar and be like, oh, okay, that's whatever this is. And so again, not an expert, but I really do find a lot of peace and beauty and grounding in being able to use them with some of my other tools. I love that. Um, do you hold these in a specific place when you are doing your meditation? Um, not really. It kind of depends. And I think the cool thing about crystals, um, is that it all is just kind of based on intuition. So like it feels better to hold it in one hand versus another then that's great. That's what feels right to you. And I know that there is a lot of like, okay, well, my masculine or feminine side might need this and holding it in that hand or whatever. I actually have um, this really big Labradorite (laughs) um, heart and it's pretty heavy. And I love to just put it on my chest. Like if I'm feeling anxiety or things like that, and it just kind of helps me calm down because of the weight of it. So I think it's just whatever calls to you. I know that like, sometimes I put them in my bra and I know that sometimes I put them in my pockets. And, and so just, I think the biggest thing is just being able to be quiet and to listen to your intuition and be able to trust in yourself to know that they'll work for you however you want them to. Yes. And that uh, takes me to uh, time magazine. I was looking at the, they have an article back from a while ago, and it says in 2001, there was a study that um, researchers did to see, you know, what is the power of minerals and these crystals that people are, you know, saying they have all these healing properties. And what they concluded is that, that the healing powers are in the eye of the beholder. So it's very much like a lot of things in life. So what if it is a placebo effect? Who cares? it's helping. Who cares? Uh, so what if it actually works even better? And so, um, that's, I think the whole message of what we're sharing today, uh, that if you decide, Hey, I want to buy a pretty rock, like I did buy a pretty rock. And I actually bought mine off online because I didn't know where to go. You know, I'd seen them at TJ Maxx, but they weren't, you know, really what I was looking for. And so when I saw something online, you know, Etsy has a lot um, it was easy. Like, Oh, I'm just going to order that. And it came in the mail. And now I have them, you know, all over my house because I do see a lot of beauty in them. You know, I have that interior design background that I once was. And so it makes sense that I'm, I was attracted first for the beauty and second for the mindfulness. So, um, usually when I'm recording a podcast, especially, um, if you listen to episode 200 from our, our other podcast, well, from the betrayed, the addicted expert, I I was holding several rocks and for specific reasons, because I wanted to stay grounded. I wanted to show up graceful. I wanted to show up in my own energy and not take on the room's energy. And I wanted to stay in my own strength. And I felt like it really did that. And really, I mean, did it work? Who knows? Like I said, but I was doing this the entire time. You just can't see it on camera. I was just, these were my mindful little stones in my hand reminding me, Hey, you're graceful. Hey, you're strong. 
hey, you're in your own energy. And so, yeah, I'm usually holding one when I'm doing a podcast just to keep myself going. So this one right here is the green calcite. And I brought this one home last week and my, I showed it to my girls and it's for negativity, but also for trauma and healing trauma. So a lot of our listeners, I mean, most of us have trauma in some way, but they were so excited for this one. And they're like, okay, I'm going to go and watch TV and I'm going to hold it on my heart. And it's just really cute to see them be open and they feel the same way I do. It could be placebo, but who cares? Um, and so I'm very much like Amanda and I don't know what things are, but I'm totally Google's easy and we can just look it up. <laughs> um, so Amanda, let's say, um, I'm your friend. I am your friend. And I say, oh, hey, okay. <laughs> hey, Amanda, I want to buy my first crystal. Will you take me to where do I go? Where do I go? If I really want to go somewhere in person, um, in person, there's, I think there, well, I can't tell if it's like becoming more popular or maybe if I'm just being more aware of it, but there are a lot more stores opening up mm-hmm. and it, it like, I, th- I think maybe we should have named this podcast, like using Google to get into crystals because, it, <laughs> you can, because you can just Google crystal stores. Like I know that there's a new one that just opened down by you. Um, there's a couple up here by me. And so just being open-minded and being able to research maybe a little bit and to go find them. And there's no right or wrong answer. I think that's what I love about crystals is that you really can just go in, Mm -hmm. walk around and see what calls to you. What do you think is beautiful? What um, a lot of stores will have um, like little labels or signs to say like, this is what this rock is and this is what it's good for. And just being able to be mindful of, oh, I'm feeling anxiety. And you can even Google that like rocks for anxiety. Um, so I think there's, there's a lot that you can do where you can find them once you start looking for it. Okay, perfect. So Google is our best friend in all areas. Um, (laughs) so start there, go alone, go with your friend. You just walk in, like, you know what you're doing. That's what I do. And guess what? You can always ask for help. We're really good at that. And say, Hey, I'm looking for something that will help with depression. And guess what they're going to say here, let me give you this. And, uh, so there's so many options to choose from. I like to pick, I I do what you said. I go and look at the beauty, what calls to me first with my eye. And then I like to look at the properties of, you know, what is it? What are the healing properties of that specific stone? And then I pick several up. Okay. Let's see how they feel because I do, I like to use my thumb and kind of rub that rock. And that's like a worry rock. A lot of people used to carry those in their pockets. Um, so even when I'm, let's say not at a store and on a beach, on a volcano, wherever I am, I'm picking it up to see how it feels. Is it heavy? Do I like that heaviness? Do I want something light I can put in my pocket? Do I want something that I can stick in my bra that's teeny tiny and uh, not going to look crazy. Um, so there's several things. I have very, very different rocks for very different things that they spoke to me for different reasons. Right. So, uh, last night going to bed, um, we grabbed the little, I gave my girls volcano rocks from the active volcano that I saw in Iceland and brought those back. And then, Hey, these bring strength 
and courage because they came from this volcano. And so they just held those like, okay, I'm going to go to bed and I have this strength and courage. It's all about being mindful of it. Right. And just saying, okay, I'm going to be mindful and have courage. So I, I want to say the other day I went to this, um, it's called the wandering stone in right near my house in Northern Utah. And I wanted to get a heavier stone, like the one you, you have the heart stone. Uh, so I got, uh, my girls, um, selenite and they are polished stones in different shapes. And I wanted to give them like a, here's an offering. And when they're home with me, you know, I have them every other week. I want them to feel like they can come to me and feel safe telling me whatever. And we've always had that, but they don't always feel safe to come and share things that are really hard or I'm afraid I'm going to get in trouble, that type of thing. And so I gave them these rocks and I said, I want you to keep this somewhere where you can remember that if you put this on my pillow and they're different. So Lucy's is round, you know, it's a, a, a really solid, she can hold it. She's her crystal ball. And then um, Ellie's is flat and oval. So I know whose is whose. If it's on my pillow, I know I need to go and have a one-on-one with that child and that I probably just need to listen, that they're going to tell me something that is hard for them. And so we've already used it in the week that we've had them. They loved it. Um, The idea, so something as simple as that, is that magic? No, it's not. It's just me saying, here's the intention behind it. And here's the mindfulness. And it has my girls, they sleep with it right next to their pillow for now. And it's their reminder. I can talk to mom. Mom is safe. Mom will listen. So there's my little moment. I love that. I think that's so beautiful. And we've talked about this before, but like selenite, it's, I don't think it's a coincidence that you chose that stone because it is for grounding and clearing negative energy and clearing energy that's blocked and creating positivity. And so even just the fact that you bought those stones as a way for your girls to, to come to you and clear that those negative feelings, I think is not a coincidence. And it's so weird the way it all works. Like just when you start listening to your intuition about it, one of my favorite things to do is just pick a rock that calls to me and then go look it up. And almost every time it absolutely resonates with whatever that I'm needing in that moment. So it something is weird, but it works. Agreed. So they are magic. In conclusion, they are magic and we should all be witches. <laughs> yes. um, so now since you're listening to this, witches and witchcraft will now go all over your phone. <laughs> it totally has. In the last week since we've started talking about this on my like Google feed and on Pinterest, it's like spells for beginner witches. And I'm like, oh, okay. I <laughs> so, guess I am now. You, you may be into that and you're listening. And if you are, that's awesome. And if you're not, that's awesome. We, we don't care either way. Um, I picked up a bunch of heart rocks, which I've never been like, I'm going to find a heart rock, but I found a lot of heart rocks in Iceland on that divorce trip that I went on. And so I did bring them home. And so they're a little more special than just the other rocks that I brought home that are, you know, here and there, whatever. Um, So yeah, uh, here's my, here's my, um, challenge to you listeners is to just go out this week. Even if you don't go to a rock shop or somewhere where they're selling crystals, um, go on a walk 
And if you see a rock that's beautiful or that looks like something you could put in your pocket as a reminder, just do it and see what it feels like. And if you're like, it's just a rock from the ground, it doesn't really have a healing property. Who cares? You know, it's a river rock and pick it up. And maybe it's just a memory of that walk that you had or that hike that you felt a lot of emotion on or that you were having a good time with friends. And that's what it can be. A lot of the rocks that I brought from my trip to Iceland is they just are really memorable moments from that trip. And I wanted to be very specific in, Hey, these, this one's from this beach, this one's from the glacier, this one, because though I had very powerful moments throughout that trip that I wanted to remember, not only with photo or words, but with physical, I can hold this and I can feel the energy uh, from that island. And it was beautiful. So, um, any, any other words? Oh, I did want to ask you another, Amanda. So for those listening, I know a lot of our listeners are spiritual, maybe even religious. And so how does that tie in? Because, um, you are religious. And so is that going against what you believe? How does that work? Um, you know, what's funny is that in the beginning, I think when my mom started getting into it, I think that's something that really did come up for me, like that my mom was putting all these magical properties into these rocks. <clears throat> and I, th- and I felt like that was taking away from her faith in in God. But the more I got into it, the more I realized like, that's not necessarily how it works at all. And how I think once you start thinking about it, they really do fit together quite easily that it doesn't have to be one or the other. Um, And if you start thinking about whether you believe in God or whether you believe in the universe, that um, the way this world and the earth was created with all these beautiful crystals inside of it, and just that they can be used as tools for us here in whatever capacity that we need to. And so I think they actually fit together quite beautifully Um, and so it's been cool actually to see that like my lens was so small and thinking that like, you can't use rocks to heal or to uh, manifest or things like that. And being able to open my lens and to see really though, how it all fits together and that it does fit together quite beautifully. Um, and I guess for my own personal experiences, I really do feel like God put these beautiful stones on the earth for us to use however we see fit. And so I think that's like going back to what you said, I think that's just the beautiful thing about rocks and crystals and gemstones is that there's a whole spectrum of how you can use them. You can either walk around and pick them up in meaningful places and put them in your pocket. You can, there's a lot of science around them and the frequencies that they put out. Um, You can use them in conjunction with your religion, you can be a witch, like there's that you can meditate with them. Like there's just, you can charge, you can use them. Yeah. You can use them however you want. Yeah. And if you start getting into all that stuff, there is a lot like putting them under a full moon and recharging them with water and, and things like that. So it's, I think it's just up to you individually, how you want to use them and, and what properties you want to give them. Yes. So that's it. You guys, it's not anything hard. It's if you want to enjoy crystals, if you want to be more mindful, give it a try. And maybe you try it, you buy a rock too, you pick one up and you're like, yeah, didn't help me feel mindful. Okay. That's okay. And it's something that's worked for us and plenty of other people. And, 
So we're not telling you, you need to go buy them, but I'm telling you, you need to go pick one up and just try. <laughs> so, um, give it a test run. In fact, you probably have some, come on, your kids have something <laughs> in their pocket or in the laundry machine or something oh, like in their closets. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Uh, any last words? Um, do you mind if just for a second, we maybe talk about some of our favorite ones just so yes. that like, if, of course, if you are curious out there to kind of know some things that you can look for. Yep. Okay. Um, rose crystal or yep. rose quartz. That's rose probably quartz. the most popular. So mm-hmm. tell us about that. Um, yeah, I would definitely say rose quartz is very popular. It's just a beautiful light pink color and it's kind of a stone that's all about love. So it can be about love and relationships or even self-love, um, and really aligns with your heart. And so I actually like to use this one when I'm meditating, um, when I need a little more self-love. And so I'll hold it and repeat affirmations to myself and just, you know, keeps me mindful that. I love myself. I love it. Um, I know probably some listeners, if you're following me, maybe more in your masculine, uh, a lot of girls who've been through trauma are in their masculine energy. Um, and so for me, I wanted to move more towards my feminine energy, uh, which is not so controlling, not so in charge and just able to just be me and, uh, feel a little bit lighter. And so I can go in here I have, or Google, but I'm going into my crystal Bible and I can go to, okay, what's femininity. And, um, there's so, so many, um, <laughs> there's pages and pages on it, but, um, one I got, I used to wear rings. I don't wear them anymore. I give them to my kids, but they were moonstones and that helps even with like the the functions of a feminine body. So PMS and things like that, um, new beginnings. And so I really love moonstone. Um, there's, um, so many, but there's one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I like that one. I talked about labradorite, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit earlier. I really like this one when, um, I was feeling trauma because it's good for like stress and depression and clearing out negative energy. Um, but also it's a stone of creativity. So it was a lot of like releasing all the negative energy and creating space for me to be able to create my own path forward. So I like that one. I talked about my crystal quartz. I love that one. That's all about clarity. I mean, really I could go on and on because there's so many, there's there's stones for grieving. There's stones for sexuality. There's like you said, femininity. Um, and so again, if there's something you feeling like you need, you can Google all of those things. Like if you're feeling a lot of grief, you can Google crystals for grieving and it will come up with the whole list or get a crystal Bible. Yes. Um, so I went on a walk with a friend the other day and, um, like halfway into it, it was like a two hour walk. I think she was testing me out. Like, are we into the same things? You know, cause if you, (laughs) You're like, here's a crystal. Your friends could be like, you're different. Okay. Um, but she gave me a little citrine and she's like, I just, I wanted to bring you something and this is what I wanted to bring. And this is why. And so it says for citrine and I already have, I have a big one. And now I have this little one that I keeping in my car. Uh, it says it's excellent for energizing and recharging. It is, um, 
stimulates your digestion. It um, helps with infection, but it also helps you. Um, there's, there's some like the fun part, right? And so it's this protection, it's helping my body function. And there's also this lighter part of it that brings out the fun that um, we all want. We all want to feel protected. We all want to feel healthy and healed and have fun, especially if we're in the hard stuff, we're being the Buffalo. We don't want to just be hard doing, doing the hard stuff all the time. And I love citrine too. It is like a beautiful yellow. Oh yeah. Look at very yours. pretty color. Um, yeah, I, I hope that there will be people that actually watch this cause we've just been like throwing rocks. <laughs> We're just waving rocks around the whole time we've been talking. <laughs> yes. You can watch it over on my mama bear fitness Facebook page. That's where it will be. Okay. So I have a really funny story, which to me just, um, kind of confirms that they're the magic behind rocks is what you put into the rocks. Um, so let's see, it was last year, my husband and I were hiking up table mountain up in Wyoming. And it's a hike that we've really been wanting to do a long time. And it meant a lot to us. And so on the way up, I picked up a rock and I showed it to you. It's, it's pretty big. It's like, I can carry it in both of my hands. And I picked it up when my husband wasn't looking and I put it in my backpack and I carried it all the way up the mountain and then all the way back down. And when we got back to camp, my husband was unpacking my backpack and he was like, what is this? <laughs> like you carried this all the way down the mountain. I was like, actually I carried it all the way up the mountain and then back down the mountain. And he was like, why didn't you just pick it back up on the way down? And I was like, cause I wanted that one. I love the shape of it. I think it's so pretty. <laughs> and so it sits on the shelf in our kitchen and I love to look at it and it's just a good it makes me happy every time I see it just reminding me of that hike that we did in that special time I had with my husband. And so I think that there's a lot to be said for like the magic is what you put into the crystals and the memories that you create. And I know that you have a lot of that as you, when you went to Iceland. Yes. I love that story. And I love that you carried it. Up the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going to get some more exercise here. Um, mm -hmm. so in Iceland, I had actually, I went to, um, the gem store before I left and I wanted to take a little gift for my friends. So I picked out specific little stones that were little that they could keep in their pocket. And I had saved them for the trip of like, when there was a special moment, I was going to give them to my friends and share with them the meaning of each one. And we happened to be, it was, if you listen to the episode about Iceland, it's where, we got naked. It's the naked beach. And it just felt right to, um, to do it there because the Iceland, there's so much black sand beach. It's that lava rock, but it's beautiful. And there's so many different colors and shapes. And so I had given these beautiful ones from a, a rock shop, but then I had also been picking up rocks throughout our trip, you know, some from the volcano and the glacier and the black sand beach and diamond beach. Um, where I mean, there were, they were from all over. And so I had collected four everywhere we'd gone and gave them, here you go. Here's all your rocks. You can throw them away if you want, but these are the memories that I wanted to keep throughout the trip and to come home to. So they sit in my little pottery bowl I made. 
and then to come home and, and read about what lava rock can mean and the power behind it. But it's like, yeah, that's cool. But for me, it is. It's like what you said. It's the power of the memories that I can sit and remember. Oh, yeah, I found these heart rocks on that beach where I felt like I could be free and stand there naked without the negative beliefs that I'd had before of my body is only sexual. And so now, I mean, I have my little heart rock collection. I love seeing people tag me and saying, I'm finding more heart rocks or whatever it is for you. A lot of women who've been betrayed that follow me are, they have their own little, I, you know, a lot of us find healing in the outdoors when we're going through hard times and find that connection to our higher power. And so being able to take from the earth and also giving to it is something that can give us that strength. And so, yeah, I think wherever we can find meaning or hope, magic, memories, whatever. Um, and it's funny, my little Lucy, she's 13. I took her to the rock shop this week to get, we went back to school shopping and this is how weird I've become back to school <laughs> shopping at the gem store. And then we went to therapy. <laughs> so I was like, who am I? But I also like who I am. Um, but she loved the gem store and they just were picking out so many and we spent way too much money, but they felt like this morning woke up to school and they, she wanted my ring that was white Buffalo turquoise, which we'll talk about. And she, they put certain rocks in their backpack and in their pocket that were had, you know, they remembered this one is for new beginnings and this one is for courage. And it was super cute. And, um, she said, where's my rock collection? Remember I had all these rocks from when I was in third grade, where are they? So she's trying to find all these things that we used to do when we were little, we used to, most of us picked up rocks and we collected <laughs> rocks and here we are now. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Be a child again. Right. So, um, oh yeah, we, uh, oh, sorry. We just got back from Jackson hole and we, our campground was kind of along a riverbed and my little eight-year-old was picking up all sorts of rocks and she kept yelling, mom, this is a good meditation stone. <laughs> and literally I have four or five of them sitting on my dryer right now. Cause as I'm doing laundry from getting back, I'm finding them in all her pockets. And I just love, like, I would have gotten really annoyed with that before, yeah. like, Oh, all these dirty rocks in her pockets. But now realizing that the power that she that she was drawn to those rocks for a reason and that it now can be a good reminder of the good time that we have when we were camping together as a family. I love that. Okay. So will you explain what does it mean when you say that's a good meditation rock? Is it heavy? Um, is it a certain size? What? I don't know what that means to you. I don't know. I, and it depends. And I actually asked her that question. I was like, what makes a good meditation rock? And she liked the ones that would fit in her palm. And okay. she likes, because they were river rocks, they were really soft. So she would just put it in her palm and just kind of rub it. And I think it just depends on what you're called to. I think that was yeah. good for her. And I do like, I think I agree with that for me personally, um, but I do like to meditate with the ones that fit in my hand and that I can just roll around and that are smooth. Actually, I do have a couple that have like a rough patches on them. And I like those ones too, because then my thumb automatically just finds those ah. rough patches. So it's, I mean, it's all personal and it's all intuitive. So whatever feels good for you, go with that. Yeah. 
Um, I, one of the ones I got this Sunday was white agate and it was a little bit heavy, even though it was only small. Uh, and it's for clearing the mind, calming the mind. And I just tumbled it and tumbled it around yesterday. I had it in my workout. It was in my sports bra and I'm <laughs> holding it in. You know, it's just, it's the whole idea of if it feels good, if you think it's pretty, if it helps you stay focused or brings you some mindfulness, that's your power right there. So, uh, you and I, uh, back in, was it January? Yeah, it was at the beginning of the year sometime. Yeah. Okay. So Amanda has been with me from the beginning of my, um, divorce debacle, <laughs> the, <laughs> the fire of my life in 2021. Um, so we had gone to, it's called gem studio here in Utah and you pick a stone and then you get to create a jewelry piece. And so we both picked rings and I felt very called, you felt very called to the white Buffalo turquoise. It's a rare gem and they had just gotten the shipment in. It's beautiful. It's white. It's black. Yours has a little bit of amber. Like yellow. Yeah. yeah. It's like yellow gold. Yeah. Yeah. So we picked different looking stones, different shapes, different even designs of our rings and the details, but it was very meaningful to me because at that time, I mean, you and like maybe one, two other people knew Kobe had asked for a divorce and I didn't know if we were like really going to do it or if we were just separating, but that was a ring for me of like, I'm going to wear this to remind myself that I can be strong. I can be the Buffalo. So that, that story of the Buffalo has really kind of come in waves through my life where it means a lot more, uh, in one season than it does in another. But, um, if you look up what white Buffalo turquoise represents, it's, um, transformation, it's, uh, knowledge, uh, it's enlightenment, it's a healing stone. So it makes sense why I was like, give me the, I need a <laughs> ring. Give me something that I can wear that helps me remind myself that I can do this. Um, I do have to say, I know that you probably felt like your world was on, was a dumpster fire at that time, <laughs> but for me being on the outside and being able to watch you move through that, like I, I loved watching you actually pick out that stone. Like it was that, I think that was our favorite part was yeah, getting to, there's like a big tray and you can look at all the gems and we just, both of us kept coming back to this Buffalo turquoise. Um, but it really was beautiful to watch you have so many things happening to you outside of your control and being able to really hone in on your own power and the things you can control. And I think that the ring you made is a beautiful representation of that. Well, thank you. I love that. And it, I, it is a beautiful stone. It's half black and it's half white. Like it looks like a storm is coming. So mm -hmm. I loved it. So uh, my daughter wore it to school today. She needed the Buffalo powers. So I don't, I don't even have it with me. Um, okay. So Amanda, are there rules? <laughs> I Googled, are there rules <laughs> to, if I want to go buy crystals, I think they're pretty. I want to be part of this club. Am I going to be wrong? Am I going to do it wrong? I mean, if there are rules, then I'm definitely doing it wrong because I'm, I am not adhering to any sort of rules. That's all very, and I think that's the purpose of crystals and stones and rocks is that they're meant to be intuitive. They're meant 
for them to be personal and you get to decide the magic that they hold. And I know that there are, there are a lot of opinions about how to cleanse them Mm -hmm. and how to take care of them. I have even seen stuff on like, don't put these two rocks together because they contradict each other, but I have mine all in a big bowl all together. And so maybe they are canceling out each other, but I think, I think if you get caught up in the rules, then it makes it a lot harder to start and a lot more confusing and messy. And so I just don't follow the rules. Just do it. (laughs) I agree. And honestly, I'm going to share just a learning experience, I think for all of us, because I am a big believer. I went from a very you know, it's this way or it's that way. It's black or it's white, uh, all, or it's nothing. And I believe to be open to the idea of crystals can help me. You have to be a little open-minded. You can't, you can't be narrow-minded. And I was narrow-minded. I can call that out and call it for what it is. I believe I'm a lot more open-minded now. And so for me to step into this world, um, I'm like you, I'm like, Oh, this works for me. And yeah, I'm supposed to charge them. Okay. I'll just charge them in my window. I don't look up like exactly how am I supposed to charge these crystals and what time? And like the other day, Lucy's like, I just want to do it tonight. And I was like, well, it's not a full moon. And she's like, doesn't matter. I just want to, I was like, okay, who cares? Who cares? (laughs) So, uh, Ellie, my youngest redhead, she bought all these crystals on this week. And she said, I want to clean them. She has OCD. She didn't like the idea of so many people touching these rocks. So she's like, I just want to get them clean, get all the germs off of them. So she's just rinsing them off, drying them off. And I share that on social media, you know, back to school, getting them clean. And I had so many people reach out. They were kind, but they were like, Hey, I don't mean to be a know-it-all. However, you're doing it wrong. And this is why, you know, it can ruin the rock or you're take, you're washing away the energy and it's special healing properties. And, you know, this shouldn't be done. And it was like, okay, cool. But also don't care because for us, it doesn't matter. And, uh, it was interesting to hear feedback from other people saying, what, like I wash mine all the time and I make moon water out of it. You know, I, I, one person said, you know, my brother owns a rock shop and he washes them every day because so many people are touching them. So it really can be whatever you want. I mean, how many times have we said that this episode, like one bajillion, but (laughs) we're not kidding. So don't get caught up in the rules. If you want to Google and have, we have the, what gem Bible, is that what it's called? The The crystal crystal Bible. Bible. Yeah. That's a good one. Go buy your crystal Bible. You can read what suggestions they have and all those things. And you can also say, I don't care. I just want to put them in a bowl. It doesn't matter. You have Mm -hmm. our permission. We are uh, from the Bible of Amanda (laughs) and Ashlyn. (laughs) Super experts. (laughs) We just don't really know a lot, but we know enough that it makes us happy. And that's what matters. So I like what you said about um, if you get caught up in in rules and there's only a certain way that you can hold them or cleanse them or whatever. I think that would keep you from wanting to start, but it doesn't have to be that way. It just has to listen to your heart and to yourself. And it can be as easy as I think we've said this before, but it can be as easy as going on a walk or a hike and looking for rocks that you think are beautiful or you like their shape or their color. Um, and that can be an easy way to start. I love it. 
just, just go on a walk and just start. So have fun with it, be open to it and don't get hung up on what is right and what is wrong. And it's okay to, um, do it your own way. Okay. So Amanda, I have, um, one last question for you. What is your most recent be the Buffalo story? If you don't know what be the Buffalo means, go to episode one of this is Ashlyn. And I'll tell you in like five minutes what it means. <laughs> um, besides being on this podcast, is that what, this yes. is a pretty big one. Um, last be the Buffalo. Um, the last couple of weeks have been like, I've had some things come up in therapy and, and with my partner, my husband. Um, and so being able to lean into those things and process those things and kind of sit in the mini grieving cycles that I've had to sit in the last couple of weeks, um, using my tools like journaling and having hard conversations, um, really being able to not let those things consume me or control me in the ways that they have for most of my life. Um, this isn't, sorry, a very specific example, but I have been really proud of myself and the way that I've been showing up and, and being mindful, um, has helped me feel like a Buffalo. Okay. You're facing the storm, the discomfort, the, the feelings, which can be one of our biggest Buffalo moments, I think. And scary. It's scary to feel. And especially when it's uncomfortable. So thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. thank you for being here. Thank you for not feeling like you need to be an expert to be here. <laughs> Don't. We're just having a conversation. Thanks for being here with me today. Whether I was with you doing your dishes while you got ready or driving in your car. If you found a nugget in this episode, please take 30 seconds. You can click on the link below in the show notes and leave me a quick review over on iTunes, or you can share on social media or shoot me an email. It offers me your support without you having to spend a dime or much of your time. Until next time, be the Buffalo.